This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. Bunny, power is back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, power is back. Kenya power, bro. <laughs> Kenya power. So you're going to call it Kenya power? Then you change it. That's when, who came up with the name Power 254? So I went to a guy called Paul Nganga. Actually, the guy used to cut my wife. <laughs> when they were single. So Paul had an agency. And I gave them what I was trying to do. And say, I want, I want the name to have Kenya. And then I want the name to have power. Mm. And so we played around and he said, you can put power as PAWA, which is slang for power, mm. and then 254. Before there was DNG 254 and other things, yes. <laughs> there was power 254. Like, we were the first people actually, because we had to get interpretation, to register power 254 as a business name. Mm. But they told us to register as letters, numeric, no alphabets, not numerical. Yes, you, you can't write two, number five, four. Yeah, you have to write. So, if you go to the register of companies, the first company ever registered 254 was Power 254. So, but before we did Power, is me come back to the studio. So I'm traveling in this country. I have money because my studio is doing very well. Mm. I have proteges that I'm teaching photography. When you have a shoot to come to my, excuse me, when you have a shoot to come to my studio in town, I'm taking these pictures, I'm doing model photography, I'm doing, I'm doing very well. I'm actually on KTN News with my studio, like, <laughs> hey, now, young photographer, yeah. Nini, and so when they... This when, is about 2011. 2011. Mm. So 2010, 2011. So I left, to 9, I heckled the president. Then 2010, Pichamtani is born. So I'm doing Pichamtani 2010, 2011. And now my studio is doing very well. So 2011, I go to New York. I go to New York, I come back. When I come back, I had uh, Stanford. Stanford University. And then I'd be shortlisted for the, for, for the fellowship. But it didn't come through. So I decided, the idea that I had was to start this community for artists and all that. Now I decided to start a space for these people. When I made up my mind to do, do that, I don't have cash flow, man. In fact, it's good, yeah. So I don't have cash, man. I have cars, but no cash. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, ni we find a space, they said they want 3 million shillings. Uh, deposit, rent, to spruce up the space. When you go to power, it looked like this. They not make it look like this. Mm. So we need money to do that. So the first thing to do is sell cars. We sell cars, the only car that can't go is the Mercedes. <laughs> so the Mercedes, I bought it for 2.2 million shillings. In 2010, 2.2 million shillings. Uh, <laughs> then I met Giuliani. Giuliani wanted a ride. Giuliani car show five 
use gari so tukagree the 1.5 or 1.2 between that yeah. but i don't know how much because i use gari i know gari kam cut then i tell giliani and then as you say the guys give me 20k 20k 50k <laughs> 1.2 million car but i think the first deposit was half an m or 700k but he gave me a lump sum mm. to need it for the space now let me tell you how power came to be when i came back with this idea for power uh i did not have the money but i knew i wanted to have this space for these people like me now mm. creatives artists activists so first of all do you still have power till today uh, so my wife is a director there i left power okay so it exists but they moved from where they were to somewhere new uh but i left power completely so that 2011 so i get a space this is actually how the space come to be there's a guy called Carlos Anve who was for you worked you was the SG for WMCA mm. invites me to go and speak in Adisababa I speak there we come back and he says he's looking for a tenant for his space I was like this space is perfect for us so I said he was like about 3 million shillings uh he wants rent 3 months deposit he said if you raise this money I'll give it to you you know I'm very young I look very young I don't have money but I have a Mercedes <laughs> so I look like I can raise the money so I go back to my studio and sell the studio to a guy called James Panaito. What? James Panaito pays me 1.5 million shillings for my studio. And then I mean in Muzia hell. Because I refused to sell him my models the models contact list but I gave him my studio my location mm. and I gave him the goodwill of all my clients. Mm. So he gives me 1.5 million shillings. I sell the Mercedes by uh karibu by ingine. I sell the Mercedes car 400,000 and collectively Giuliani 700,000 sorry my phone is no ringing no problem uh let me please let me call you back i thank you okay so i sell the car uh, let me put this phone off please sorry about that mm. um so i sell the studio 1.5 million shillings uh Giuliani whatever money he gave me i put there like 2.2 whatever it is i sell the car 400,000 So collectively we sell the Haria. So we have about 3 million shillings. We go pay the space. We do renovation. We buy seats. We get a friend of ours uh, uh her name is Sasha. The dad gave me a loan I think of 2 million shillings. So I have 5 million shillings. Cuz now you have to pay rent, you have to mm. pay furniture, you have to do these things. And we turn that we turn that space around in into that beautiful space. is about using the visual arts to have social impact uh, using the visual arts to empower and inform people using the visual arts to change lives the kind of experiences that you have here when you network and you meet with other artists you meet with activists you meet with uh, people who are very good at what they do some people who are just starting people who are just learning and the kind of ideas that can be exchanged here i think are the kind of ideas that will not if not just change this country but um spark a revolution that can even change the world
Papa has different facilities. There's this space where we have trainings, debates, uh, we can view documentaries. You should see the work that is being exhibited at this spot. We have off-the-record discussions. We have this fabulous rooftop with a pond and a game area where you have graffiti artists doing their thing. Power is a voice. It's a voice for people who would not ordinarily speak for themselves. Power is, is, is conscious of, of, of what, exactly what's going on in our society. And it is that voice that will speak out for anybody who necessarily wouldn't speak up for themselves. Having one space means a community is organized and a community has somewhere to run to and creative people have a place that they belong because before you don't have. When I first came to the space, to the Power to Fight for Space, I was really impressed. I've not been seeing the space where you have people collaborating together, exchanging ideas and talking about ways they can transform society and actually look at ways of doing it collectively. When you opened power, there was not a single donor. Not, no, you know, that not thing a has single donor. Me. In fact, ah man, we really don't know people. You know, part of what I say about CTA, you don't know people until you take time to know people. Yeah. Uh, so, power is a thing that I thought that you got funding. Funding from who? I, I, I knew there was no one. I didn't even know that's why you sold your cars. Yeah. I you know saw. the rumor about you, Boni, is that when when Fanyenga. Bro, for donors. I was a millionaire in my 20s. And through, this and through photography. photography. That's through photography. That's me. I was balling. I was a millionaire. I was balling. From photography. I was a millionaire. I was balling, bro. I had money. Money. <laughs> um, you see, when guests I meet in my house, they were coming to my house, they eat, and I give the money for taxi. No donor. There's no muzungu in that house. <laughs> no donor. No donor. No dough. <laughs> nah. <When> they, uh, <laughs> So, so you see, I was, I was running a studio, I had cars, but I was still restless. So that's where power is born, I want a space for creatives. So power is born. And what was the vision behind power? It was creating a community of artists and activists. So when you open this space, I got a grant from... In fact, I was going to ask you, what was the revenue model then? How, so, how, because artists, you're trying to give a chance to artists, so you're, you're talking to people who are on a PESA. So the idea was I have space hire, 
So it's a it's a co-working space. Okay. So you come there and there's a co-working space where you pay a monthly fee of 15,000 shillings and use that space. And the model for power was that if you come there as an artist, as a member of our community, you must give back to the community. You must give 10% of your time to the community. Mm. You must go and train other photographers or other artists. So we started holding workshops and that. So first power employees, now this, so power first, it was David Motua was the only employee on salary. Mm. His salary was 30,000 shillings a month. He was the community manager. So we cleaned up the space. So there were four employees in that place. There was me, there was a lady called Sasha, there was David and Jerry. Mm. And none of us had a salary. So Jerry was a tea girl when people came. Mm. David Mutu was the community manager. And all of us used to wash the toilets. And because I was the boss, I had to wash the toilets two days a week. <laughs> so I'm back with my toilet, to my toilet washing business. Yep. <laughs> I think if ever... But hey, it's in your own business this time. Yeah, just now. So I'm <laughs> brand, and I'm getting a parapet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'd wash the toilets and clean the space and host people. And now in this, from this community, you start getting partners saying, Train for us this, do for us this, do for us this. So when you open the doors, there's not a single proposal in any donor's table to say, give us this money. Mm. And so the partners came when we started opening the space and doing great things. When they started seeing what it is that you're doing. Yes. Yeah. So we did protests. So the first protest we do in that space was called the love protest. And we came, Akina Moav covered it very well. So we had uh, Reverend Goyodera, we had Gunjiru Ambogo, we had Lone Rongo, we had Zawadi Nyongo, mm. we had all the cool kids came to this protest. And all the cool kids gave money for this protest. So the model was very simple. And that's 2012 now. What's the love protest about? Is love, it? not love. No love, yeah, yeah. Love, it was about the love of this country. And 49 years since independence, there's been corruption and other things. Just us talking about what's happening in the country. And in this love protest, we had 49 coffins because Kenya was 49 years old then, uh -huh. representing the ills of this country. So we did this beautiful thing. That's the time we we're doing graffiti. So we crowdsource money from people online. They give money, then we do something. So just from when you say crowdsource, literally, you go to Twitter to talk about you. I'm a I'm a WhatsApp. No, because you so, weren't putting this on public public so social the, media. Yeah, so we got so phone book actually. So I had friends in the US. Akina Kengori, he's in, he's in, he's in San Francisco. Mm. Just call guys say, I need 10k, I need 20k, I need 30k. You just crowdfund people, then you do a protest. So you just now I'm creating this community. So we have people showing up with for for that particular protest, and they come and we do, uh, we do a coffin protest. We did a, a protest called Police in Rafiki, mm. saying police are our friends, because mm. we are, we're talking about why don't you pay police more? Because police have been killed in Baragoy after the Baragoy massacre. We did a protest in support of the police in Police Life Matters. Mm. That's, 20, that's 2012. Mm. Because we have never done anything for the police. We have done stuff for the police. So we do the police protest, police in Irafiki, and people come and see police in Irafiki. And then that's 2012. Now, do you know my, now my extreme radicalization came through in 2013? Elections. So, so we move from that process of where protests are very peaceful and Activists are not demonized. They don't have a bad name. Mm. There's not like, it's a very, so I'm able to maintain my job. When power opened, who's coming to chill at power? Bob Colimo. Mm. Yeah, he's coming to chill at power. Mm. He's cool. Like, you know, they are Boniface. And then I'm trying, I'm selling him ideas. 
and he's stealing my ideas and giving us money so <laughs> <laughs> and giving you money <laughs> he, he bob colimo gave me one check of half a million shillings mm-hmm. but he still stole my idea <laughs> but <laughs> may rest in peace uh, what Now, was the idea <laughs> let bob colimo rest in peace okay sir yeah um but so you see power is that cool space like we took bob colimo to the slums see you know i've been to any slum is that the time with giuliani me and giuliani When you have football matches, yeah. uh, you pay for everyone to watch the football match for free, but you must come like an hour earlier, watch the okay. documentary, and have a discussion about it. Yeah, we, yeah, we showed you a documentary when we launched. Yeah, I was told that. Thank yeah. you so much. Bob said, yeah. uh, Jacques said it made it happen, so thank you so much. Yeah, it was, um, it was a hard documentary to show over breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> How was the response? It, it was good. It was good. Okay. Um, many people hadn't seen it, so there was a silence, there was a sense. I mean, I actually saw it first at home. Yes. I think you'd give me a couple. Um, but for the first time people have seen it and it just reminded them because these people live through it but they the memory fades yeah you know the software the hardware is there like software so it's this just a question just a question the road is that the road let's see how it's going to we are going to react and see how we're going to respond to that and then now Yeah, we took Bob Colimo. Then he, after he was done, with, we took him to Pambev to eat, and then he came to power. Yeah, but then, Bob Colimo was cool. I mean, he was look, cool. at, look at the kind of access he was he, giving he, you he, with he, the power that he had. True, but things change when Uhuru becomes president. Mm. So 2013, uh, Uhuru, so so let me say, so 2011, 2012 is when you have the ICC case where these people are running in court and all that. And so, as a witness to the photograph, as a witness to the violence and what I saw, I'm approached by one of the suspects' defense team mm-hmm. to become a witness for them. Whoa! So they say Boniface saw these things. So they say, why don't you come and become our defense witness? And I say, no, I cannot. I said I was there as a photographer and I covered the violence, and I can't say what really happened. What I only have is in these pictures, because. So they was because the, we're trying to sway the cases. Mm. So they're saying, who do we talk to, and who do we say who can become to our defense? So after they, because they what they what they did actually, and this is very important, there was elimination of any evidence uh-huh. online and in media houses. But me, I had pictures everywhere. Yes. Yes. So my they came to approach me to say that I need to be able to go to court and say that at the Hague actually that the violence was spontaneous in return for money and i say no i can't do that so hold on the defense are the ones who approached you yes the people representing the suspects approached me yes <laughs> give, give, pause kidogo okay just pause mm.